ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Reckoning Race. I'm your host, the Gas Man, with my co-host, who is the most... Lugs. 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 What's up, man? Hey, long time uh, no see. <laughs> well, not see. I was just seeing you this weekend. Long time no see you in the studio. Yeah, yeah. How, Welcome how back. That? Welcome yeah, back. Yeah, thanks. It d- definitely feels weird stepping in here after one week of of in my car recording with you and Sokka in the studio, and then the second week in the car recording with you driving to Bristol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it definitely uh, feels a little... A little different, a little out of place, but welcoming, very comforting. No, <laughs> no place, no like, place home. like home. Yeah, <laughs> no place like home. Yeah, right, let's click our heels together. There we go. <laughs> do you get that reference? Yeah, but we're not in Kansas. Okay. Hey, you do. I'm glad. <laughs> okay, folks, what an interesting, interesting, interesting week we're getting ready to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. A shit ton to talk about. Uh, so first, as always, fans, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you go on, subscribe, listen to us on whatever platform works best for you. Hit that subscribe button, uh, rate us that you can. Tell your friends, tell your folks, tell whoever you can about us. Make sure you go check out uh, wreckingracing.podbean.com or any of our our uh, or accesses via your podcast app, whatever app you might use, to go listen to our interviews from this past week at Bristol. So we had uh, Cole Custer on, we had Alex Bowman on, Joey Gase, Timmy and Tyler Timmy Hill. Hill. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple post-race interviews, like just listening in with like uh, Timmy Hill or Gray Golding. Uh, I, 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 we have so much to talk about, Lugs. But folks, please go and listen to all of our yeah, interviews. Yeah, definitely go, go and listen to those, and you know that lets us know you guys like that ty- type of material, right? It, it doesn't yeah. say a whole lot if we don't see the views on it. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So, um, go and listen to those. Please, please do. It means everything to us. So make sure you and them. Uh, it does. Yeah. It, you, so one thing that we we seen this weekend is how appreciative, especially the smaller teams were, that we're willing to take the time to talk to them. Yeah. And it means. I mean, it really does mean the the most to the, to them. So folks, keep that in mind. That you listening to this show is help making the drivers feel good and uh, I may be rambling but <laughs> it kind of sounds like but essentially what I'm saying is help us to help them help me help you yeah <laughs> we get it though but yeah. absolutely okay um, so this week I'm going to go ahead I'm thirsty so I'm opening up my bush light yeah and I got, you've got a I got me a coke zero sugar ah man all right, the bush light is phenomenal. Tastes really good. Tastes tastes about tastes about as good as the last plate's finish. What's funny is <laughs> we didn't have one alcoholic beverage while we were down there. Yes, we did. We had one. We did have one. I don't count that. Which one am I talking about? The yeehaw. Yeah, yeehaw. Okay, that's <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. 
We I, have a domestic, like true domestic, like bush like, yeah. middle like. True, true. And I was a little disappointed. We were good. We were good boys. We were media. We were freaking hot and sweaty, is what we were. True, that too. And I was very disappointed in uh, Jessica Mueller. So we got a chance to meet Jessica, and she t- kept telling me about how she had this cooler full of beer. I was expecting we would run into her, we would get a free beer, right? Yeah. And that didn't yeah. happen. Jessica, you failed us. <laughs> Um, let's see. So where do we start? Let's just uh, kind of jump in with, uh, I guess, well, I guess we'll just get the negative stuff out of the way. So one thing I really had, not really negative, but just an unfortunate circumstance that happened. Uh, so right when, whenever I was getting aboard my plane to fly down towards Bristol when you, for you to pick me up, I got word about a, a plane wreck that happened. So Dale Jr. coming into Elizabethton, Tennessee. And essentially, I, I, did they come out and say exactly what it was? I know there was some speculation about like a hard bounce or yeah, yeah. And we talked a little bit about it on the drive down, but well, there was a lot of unknowns there, and there's still quite a bit of unknowns. But yeah, apparent. What I've heard most commonly or seen most commonly is that it was a hard landing. It broke the landing gear when it hit hard it bounced back up left the ground and when it came down that's when the landing gear fully collapsed and then hit the ground and skidded off so. okay okay and i'm sure we'll hear more coming out soon i'm sure be, yeah my guess uh, i'm F- sure F-A-A. when junior gets to darlington everybody's gonna want to talk to him and oh yeah it'll come out then but right now i think you know it's important that they still have that family time and sure i mean that's a scary scary event i mean you sell your life flash before your eyes yeah so i don't know if you not to really relate it but it is related i mean do you remember when travis barker was in that plane crash it's very similar although it was i think quite worse he he actually suffered a lot of burns on his body yeah and he refuses absolutely to fly he will only like if he goes to do like he's he's the drummer for blink 182 yeah, i was gonna ask you for the ones who didn't know i knew he's a drummer i couldn't remember which band yeah was, for blink so. 182 so it's 182 so he actually refuses to fly now from that so like even when they go on tours like overseas he'll go by like boat or boat. something yeah, yeah exactly wow. so wow um just scary stuff you know yeah it, i mean it is. the fact that it, it can happen and you just kind of put it out out of your mind you know i don't know just i don't think there's a way to put it out of your mind so once that event like that happened, this scarred you. Oh, yeah. If you wanted to or not, it, it scarred you. So so do we see any fallout from Junior getting in the car at Darlington? Do you think he's still going to race? So other people were asking that, and Bob Popgrass was saying, hey, it's Bob Popgrass. Bob Popgrass was saying that uh, as of right now, there's been no change of plans. Not saying that there wouldn't be necessarily still. I, I, I think he'll be okay to drive. I don't think I he'll so. back out of that. But will he be more hesitant to fly next time, or will he fly again? That's a whole different ballgame. I think a lot of it comes down to the to the experience, right? I, I would assume, I hope I never experienced it, but I assume cla- crashing in that manner is pretty freaking scary, right? Yeah. So, But to what degree does it affect you? Like, Travis Barker, I'm never flying again, or I'll take my chances. You know, I don't know. I would think being a NASCAR driver and you're used to some scary... I mean, Junior's been in some very nasty wrecks. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that he still continued to get in the car. I think he'll... It'll be in the back of his mind, but I think he'll kind of brush it to the side and get on the plane again. That's my personal feeling. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let's let's move on to the race. We'll talk about the cup race first. We'll go in our normal order of events then. Uh, so we'll we'll start talking about the race here. Uh, now, what events to talk about the race is? What, do we just start off with our winner, or do we kind of build up to that point? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about it. Okay, so the race was won by Denny Hamlin, who at the end of the race was the biggest villain in NASCAR history, mm-hmm. potentially. Honestly, you know, we were there. I didn't hear the booze that I thought I would hear. Yeah, I, I I was trying to think about that. It's I'm not gonna lie, it's almost like when he won, it's like everybody just forgot about him as soon as he crossed victory lane. Yeah, it, it, as the, soon as he crossed the, that checkered, so the focus was still uh, immediately on the Benedetto. Yeah, because I remember running out there and doing some interviews or listening to a couple people. Or here, here's what I got from Kyle Busch. <laughs> Silence. Exactly. So I was actually ran out there to try to talk to Kyle, and no one, literally no one was paying attention to Denny Hamlin. Nobody was cheering for him. Nobody was excited for him. I mean, I'm sure they are, but they just didn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. It's like he didn't even exist almost. Now, Matt coming in second, the amount of cheers and like when they started addressing him on the PA. Yeah, it got crazy. Super crazy. Everyone was cheering. And Matt, Matt was crying. Yeah, yeah, just that raw emotion, you know. It's, it's straight up emotion. I think everybody's waiting for that moment. I think everybody was kind of silenced and didn't care Wanted about to hear what he waiting had. for Matt's interview. Yeah, absolutely. And I hate it for that guy. I'm just glad he got second. Like, in the back of my mind, those laps were ticking off. I'm like, man... Please don't cut a tire. Please don't correct. Please don't. Heroes was in my mind. So me and you were standing on pit road or in in the pits. Yeah, right behind the pit box, I guess. I remember which pit box we were at, probably. Basically behind Kozlowski. Yeah. So we're standing there. We're watching what we could see on the track or up on the big screen. And it's like 10 laps to go. I just started shaking my head. I'm like, this is going to be... This is going to come down to Denny Hamlin taking this race. Some way, somehow, Denny Hamlin's going to win this freaking race. Mm-hmm. Matt's going to get screwed somehow. Like you said, we seen it just the night before with Justin Allgaier. Yeah. So yeah. how was it going to happen to Matt? I didn't know. So laps are counting down. Here he comes across Newman. Yeah. And I was taking myself, mother effer, mother effer, this is it. This is how Denny's going to get that win. And that's before, like, as soon as I seen Newman was the next car in front, that's my thought to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I don't get on Twitter as much as you do. I'll, I'll surf it here maybe a couple times a week. But has Newman been getting a lot of hate? I don't Have know. you seen? I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm not on Twitter that much other than just stuff for the show, just to try to find stuff to retweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like, look at it, pay attention too much. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I my did hear a couple is, people, like newscasters yeah. whatever or, or media kind of talk about it but. my assumption is he got some shit for it but i i'm sure he did i i'm sure he did because he was anyway lugs I, i'm confident he did just because i did see a little snippets here and there about newman but we all know how newman is we've seen it happen in the past how hard he is to pass and if i'm not mistaken they even made some contact right like didn't oh yeah absolutely it caved, his, yeah. it caved his uh front left front fender in pretty good yeah, he said the car got really tight after that i'm sure it did 
Yeah, catch a lot of air right there. So the question is, if that hadn't happened, would he have still had the downforce needed to hold off Hamlin? We'll never know, but... Yeah. Um, very, very unfortunate, and I was, like, really hoping to see... I mean, it had been an awesome race to be at for him to get oh, his first yeah. one. Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely, I was, man. I was already thinking, like, dude, if he wins this, I'm going to get the race win die cast, yeah, and, like, yeah. this would be cool, so help him next year. Yeah. And, damn it. Yeah. I mean, nonetheless, it, it was definitely a good, solid finish for him, but it's just... It's not the same as winning. So let's back up a little bit before the race. You know, all this stuff. That's, so what's happened this past week? So what was announced? You know, why was this so kind of important? It was such a race. Yeah, so it was confirmed that Christopher Bell will be taking over for De Benedetto in 95 next year. And De Benedetto is basically out of a ride. Yes. And there's really yes. not a whole lot of options out there for 2020 for Matt to step into that are of equal or better material of LFR. Right. So the question is, and Denny Hamlin said this, if you car owners aren't willing to take a chance and put him in there, you're all idiots. Yeah, and, and let's not be shy. Denny Hamlin said if owners need to grow some balls. Yeah. He literally said that. He actually did a very good job calling out the owners yeah. during his press. And I, wanna, and, I, and I don't want to take away from Hamlin's win. I know that maybe I'm not the biggest fan of Hamlin, but and I try to say I'm biased, but that was a Hamlin's fourth win of the year, so I want to give him some props. But he was a big advocate for Matt, and he even said, "I didn't." He's the last person in this field that I wanted to pass tonight. Yeah, and I truly felt that he meant that. Yeah, and I, but I you know he went out there and he called out on the car owners, you know, hire this guy, do something. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, you know, and and don't forget this, fans. If you if you hate on Hamlin or if you hate on whoever, uh, Hamlin gave five thousand dollars out of his own pocket. I believe it was last year. Or last the year, year before, yeah, it was last year. When whenever Matt was needing some funds to make yes, it to the next race, exactly. So, you know, Hamlin's not a bad guy. You know, let's let's face it. We they're all obligated to go out and run a hundred percent. It just is unfortunate it, that Matt was the one that was the person he had to pass. Exactly, and I can't, I can't blame Hamlin. Now, if it was the last turn of the last lap, and then Hamlin made a pass, I'm like, okay, he can make laid off just a touch, you know. But mm-hmm. it was still five laps to go. He had by far the more dominant of the two cards once he caught him. Yeah, there was no, there was no competition once he caught him, and part of that is because of the damage to the nose of the 95. Yeah. So kind of back it up a little bit more. Back it up. Right before the race, you know, driver intros, Matt D comes out wearing a Rocky Balboa outfit. Yeah. He's got the boxing outfit on, like the pregame boxing outfit. The Italian stallion. Which is just 100% symbolism that he's going to come out swinging. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. So it was very fitting, very fitting. And like someone pointed out, hey, even Rocky didn't beat Apollo his first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's very, again, very fitting, very sim- symbolic uh, to the events that happened that night and to the way his career's been. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about the race product itself. Yeah, racing product itself. I was very pleased. I thought it was a great, good race. Lots of passing. There was there was like twenty two different leaders. lead changes. Yeah, yeah, different. A lot of lead changes. Different strategies. I didn't expect it to go green so long there at the end. But I don't think anybody did. Yeah. 
And but you know all those the way everything timed out did work for one particular person. Yeah, and he's he's damn lucky, man. I mean, he did come back from a lot of adversity. Hamlin did. I mean, he had a loose wheel. He pitted. He he's, got stuck two laps he down. Tapped like, the wall too at the beginning. Yeah, he got into Johnson trying to avoid a wreck. I mean, the guy had to fight through a lot of adversity, so he definitely earned that race win. Um. But, oh, yeah, again, overall, I, I thought it was a good race. It was a fantastic race. I ended up watching it after we got home. I already watched it to see if there's anything I really missed. Which Did, did you see him get ran over by Harvick? I didn't, man. Okay. I didn't. Okay. So yeah. I didn't ever see any. You, yeah, you said you didn't see any cameras. I was hoping that someone somewhere caught it. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing that I really missed was Blaney uh, apparently cut a tire down. And got into Stenhouse. I don't remember. I don't I didn't remember, remember seeing, us that. seeing that. Yeah. So it was hard for us um, fans where we were at. We could not see the whole track because of the haulers were blocking it. So we bounced back and forth between turn, uh, the front stretch and the back stretch, and so on and so forth. But and there was a giant video board, yeah, which helped us. But I mean, you can't hear anything. You couldn't so hear whatever anything. You're saying you have no idea. Couldn't hear anything. And the video board, whoever was running that, did a pretty decent job. But there were a few times where there was like a crash or a caution, and then they went to like this damn bucket challenge yes, thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. You and read I'm my like, mind. What the hell? Yeah, it seemed like every time they had that stupid bucket challenge, all these people start walking around with red buckets right when a freaking caution happened. You're like, yeah. what? Uh, uh, that was both nights. That so happened. I'm assuming that that was what happened. With the with the Blaney incident, but Blaney ended up coming back to finish, I think ninth or tenth. So good for him. But he when he basically cut the tie, he was in the low groove, and came up and just creamed Stenhouse up into the wall. And then you just see Blaney kind of like drift, mm-hmm. d- drive off, and ultimately goes and changes his tires and <laughs> finishes the night. And Stenhouse really took the beating there, which I'm okay with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we actually seen a couple cars have some negative nights to begin the night and then come back and bounce back like boyer yeah boyer spun mm-hmm. came back and finished i think sixth which, kyle which Bush. he needed yeah kyle was kyle off. what a mother <laughs> yeah he qualified terrible and all weekend was horrible yeah segments one and basically two I mean, it didn't seem like he was doing a whole lot. He was just stuck in like 23rd to 25th. Yeah. And then he gets the one wave around, and then immediately yeah, another caution, caution comes out. Yeah. He gets back on the lead lap, plays yeah. some strategy with tires, and then boom. It just fell into his lap the way all the cautions and stuff yeah. fell. Just... And you think the dude would be happy about that. Yes. But no. So what is one thing that we already had the idea of that was solidified with this race? And I, I'm not going to be the, the Kyle Busch hater here. I'm just going to be the realist. He's a prick. <laughs> yeah, we we saw a couple of examples of that firsthand this weekend. When people would approach him to have things signed, he just didn't acknowledge them, act like they weren't there. I saw that. And, and granted, one of those times was after the race. But, I mean, the dude finished fifth, fourth, fourth or fifth. Fourth, yeah. yeah. He, passed, uh, he passed Chase um, to finish fourth. You know, the thing is, like, he he ended up doing an interview with, with TV, with NBC. Yes. But the yes. reporters that you and I were in in the corral there, yes. he, did not, he yes. did not acknowledge or say anything to. So, back it up a couple of days. When we got there on Friday, we, we kind of ran into Kyle. And he's kind of standing by his car, and then a, a a person comes up, media person, to take a picture. What's he do? 
turns his back turns to him. his back to him so they, they can't get a picture of him mm-hmm. so just that that same attitude you see like him walking through he walks through the most inconvenient path he he takes every potential measure he can to stay away from fans and then when do fans do approach him there's literally no acknowledgement he takes like they stick it in his face. He'll take it without even looking at them or whatever it is, and just sign the hand. He doesn't back. say anything. Do, yeah, he doesn't say anything. And then after the race, as you mentioned, so they have this little like fence set up. One side, the drivers come up to the other side's media. And w- since we were there on media credentials, we had the luxury of being out on the track, the pit road, whatever, to talk to the drivers. So Jeff Gluck is there. Chris Knight's there. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else was there. Jim uh, Utter, probably somewhere. Yeah, um, and then Old Hag. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Claire, Claire. Claire Lang. So there's like a group of them, and I'm standing right behind them. Like I have my arm out over Jeff, like right next to Jeff Gluck's head with my my recorder for Kyle Bush. And they're, you know, Chris and I and Jeff and them are asking questions. And uh, I know I'm being the new guy here. I'm not really asking questions because I'm still scared on what to do. <laughs> you, you and me so, both. <laughs> so I got my arm out, and Kyle just looks at us and refuses to even acknowledge like any questions that were being asked of him. Mm-hmm. So I have an interview of Kyle Bush. It literally is me speaking into the into the microphone saying Kyle Bush, <laughs> and me sticking my arm out and getting nothing, nothing. If there was crickets around, that you would hear the crickets. He shunned the gas man. Yes, and he literally just turned around and walked off. <laughs> and when he walked off, Chris Knight even made the comment, why the fuck did we even talk to him? Or attempt to talk to him. Valid point. I mean, why? Why Why do you? I mean... Yeah, exactly. So since we're bitching about media stuff, let's, let's talk a little more and bitch a little bit more about media stuff. I have declared, Lugs, I do not want to be like the rest of the media. Yeah. I do not want to be a vulture. I do not want to throw myself to the to the folds of whoever. You're there. Like, for example, I've been standing there. They bring Kurt Busch up to talk. Speci- not, not specifically to me, but right up to me to talk. I stick my arm out on my microphone. Here comes Clarby Lang, slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> knocking me out of the way to get interview with Kurt Busch. I'm like, you mother. <laughs> they're, they're vultures, man. Yeah. So somebody like Gluck is very calm and relaxed, yeah. but... Yeah. Some of these others, like like Claire B. Lang, Lee Spencer, whoever, arrogant, like they own the place. Mm-hmm. Like they made made Claire B. Lang stay behind the fence, like with the rest of us general population media people were, and she was pissed. <laughs> she she expects special treatment because she's Claire B. Lang. So anyway, lugs, it is our goal not to be like that. Our goal is to. Bring a fan presence to the drivers that are willing to talk to us, have a good time talking to us, and we can take that information and give it back to our, our fans. Yep, absolutely. So a prime example, if you have not listened to the Alex Bowman interview, super nice guy. He even called out one of our fans for us yeah. and said hi to him because he's a big Alex Bowman fan. Yeah. He wasn't arrogant about it or anything. No, no. And, again, thanks to Alex – and, and Kelsey is PR lady. Yep, and, and that whole team for taking the time to talk to us, the little guys, just trying to get going, trying to get our names out there. So, again, thank you to them. And, and also... Lugs, we're no longer little, bud. Everybody we're else. Big. We're making it big time. 
we're, we're, we're still okay. We're intermediate. How about that? I'll meet you in the middle. Where are one point fives? Um, what else? What else on the weekend? So some, you know, if you want to continue to talk about the race, some big tragedy for Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a clutch, one of my picks, a clutch went so, out. So they they say clutch. Now they came back and said it wasn't. It was a rocker in the rear end that went out. Oh really? And I didn't know that. It actually wasn't the clutch after all. It's just another freak thing that doesn't usually break that broke. Hmm. Is what Childers said. So we had the luxury of seeing the car. We got some good pictures on Facebook or wherever. And then, <laughs> and then he gets, gets out, out of the car. Harvey gets out of the car, disappears. I turn around and talk to Lugs. And I turn back around. I know I'm getting like a face full of Harvick and, <laughs> and other media people like Claire B. Lane just like running me over. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, we like, I don't even know, like looked up the video screen or something. Yeah. Nobody was around us. And then we turn around and I literally, Kevin Harvick is like standing in front of us. I can't remember if he had his helmet on or not. No, but he didn't. No. I'm like, he, ah. Yeah. 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 We both froze. And I'm like, put my hands up against my side to try to make my fat ass as small as I can make it. And they just all went right past me. Woof. <laughs> yeah that definitely totally caught us off guard for sure uh man that's that's funny uh sucks for harvick though um sucks for me it's one of my fantasy picks oh cry me a river <sighs> i'm sure you're still doing fine i doubt it uh let's talk about the crowd size i, I okay, saw yeah. i saw your picking fights on so facebook it's not about fights. it okay so let's well, i'm gonna preface this was it a small crowd? No. Was it a big crowd? Sure. But what we we were trying, we, I'm saying we, I'm including you in on this because I don't know <laughs> if it's actually true or not. We want to understand what people meant by big size. I went into an impression that like I was hoping for like a 90% capacity range and it was maybe 70% capacity range. Maybe 75, yeah. yeah. And when people are saying it was a big turnout, I'm looking around going, there's a lot of empty seats. Now, they're spread out nicely. So, if you take a picture from the side, it looks really full. But from head on, yeah, you can start picking you out the little them. pockets. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but- and that was my whole point was, is it big because it's bigger compared to what it has been? Or was it big because people were taking pictures from the side to give the impression that every seat was full? Because it was not. I mean, I think it was bigger than just previous races so i kind of anticipate that was the case and that's why i was trying to get someone to confirm for me on facebook and some people want to be a smart ass and argue about it so i i was a yes i was i see you give me this look i was a smart ass at one point where this guy says well you need to put your ass in a stand and i i knew this guy was not there so I said, oh, you know, what was the view like from your seat? And he's like, oh, don't be trying to be a smart ass. I'm like, no, I was just agreeing with you. I was being honest. Yeah, I was. <laughs> oh, now he knows if he listens to this. I doubt he listens. Um, yeah. Another, uh, another rough night for, so we saw Newman. We saw, uh, well, we, we <laughs> I was going to say Jones almost had a good night, but he was leading late and, and made contact with the wall and had not a great night. But, uh, Johnson, another rough night. Rough night. So, rough night. What's your take on that? I mean, He's basically, done. got two races: Indy He's and done. Darlington. He's done. Put a fork in him. Yeah. I don't see him rebound, man. If he, I, it's not. He's got to go out and win one of these two races. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, he. It's not a lot of his mistakes. The cars given to him is not very good. That's that's my opinion. I mean, Chase Elliott would like to have a word with you then. 
Why is that? I mean, Chase finished top five. Chase? That's not Johnson. So? Came out, come out of the same stable? stable? Uh, no, obviously not. Then the crew chief sucks, and Cliff Daniels needs to be fired and brought somebody else in, but then it was excused for Cliff. I'm just saying, I didn't see, I mean, Byron was running all right. I'm not, I'm not saying that the car itself, I'm saying the car, the way the car was set up. Well, it's no different than it's been this year. That's my whole point is I don't feel like a lot of it's Johnson's fault. I feel a lot of it's like his, his team is failing him. He's not done a whole lot of mental mistakes or a whole lot of issues. He's done a couple. <laughs> he did at Michigan. He, uh, yeah, he did a couple. Um, uncharacteristically of him, he has. But overall, as the whole this season, I say it's more of a team fault than his fault. Got to get those cars better. So, also, um, next point of reference, kind of going back to what we were just talking about with the crowd size, race uh, viewership was up 7%. Yeah, it was awesome. And then uh, Jeff Gluck's poll was a good race, and ninety three percent said yes. It's with that and that's and that's pretty good for because you know we we talk about this how we feel like the who wins the race ultimately manipulates sure. the outcome of that poll. Sure. And this week, I don't feel like that's the case because Hamlin won and it's still got a ninety three percent. Yeah, it's about who uh, finished second manipulated the poll. No, I, I as thing is I. I think I've seen a, quite a bit of chatter on Twitter and Facebook about how the racing was good. Mm-hmm. And well, you got 10 lead changes. I mean, 22 lead changes. Between 10 drivers. Oh, I mean. but yes. So, I mean, it comes down to people think of Bristol, think of wreck, 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 wreck. And we had a we couple, had a few, fender, yeah. you know, fender beating and banging a couple of wrecks. But, man, overall, what we're not used to seeing at Bristol, two lanes of solid racing. Yeah. And sometimes three. <laughs> yeah, and, and what's funny is we actually were talking to uh, Ryan Bell, crew chief at NBM Motorsports Xfinity, on Friday. He even made a comment about they're working that upper groove. The cup guys might be able to use that top groove. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they were. They did, yep. So before we move on to the next piece, which I'm assuming will be Xfinity, um, that puts three cars in the JGR stable with four wins apiece. Who do you think is the best team right now, and who of those three teams has the best shot to take Homestead, take the title? Right now. Right now, Hamlin. Hamlin's the best team. I agree with you there. Yeah. Uh, And I would – does that translate to Homestead? I would think yes, but I just don't – 11 races away. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, Now, talking about that, did you see the comments Kyle Busch made this week? I did not. Yeah, he made the comments that he's getting tired of getting his ass kicked by his teammates. He called out his team for not producing very well. How does he figure okay, that? Okay, he is a freaking baby. He's a whiny little baby. I'm tired of, like, trying to beat around the bush with Kyle. Let's just face it. He's a prick. He's, he's a baby. <laughs> the guy is talented as all hell. But, man, come on, a little bit. Shut your mouth. A little bit. I think it was you that mentioned to one of the fans we were talking to down there that he just can never see the glass half full. Yeah, yeah. It's always half empty for him. Yes. Just at least once be optimistic. Do you finish fourth. Fourth. Oh, I'm getting my ass kicked all the time. I'm not going to talk to reporters because I'm defeated at fourth. Yeah. After having two thirds of the race being multiple laps down, yes, nonetheless. So, uh, but to take but to take Homestead, 
I say true X. I say true X. Yeah, is that where you're going to? I think so. I think so. Um, true X had a, a good run at Bristol as well, but bounced off the wall at one point. And... I mean, all of JGR did, and yeah. Matt yeah, that's included a good point. In that. Yeah, yeah, Jones. Yeah. yeah. So okay, um, want to move on to Xfinity? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So that was a bit of a more crazy filled <laughs> caution race. Yes. Uh, yeah. We were there for that one as well. Only one we didn't get to see was the trucks we were driving down that night but uh, ultimately tyler reddick won um <laughs> failed pre-race inspection four five, or five, five times, times. yeah uh basically got his crew chief ejected car chief started ejected, last, started had last had to do a pass through yep. penalty um and then also spun in the race remember when he spun down on oh yeah the inside yes, yes. and came back to win it now he had a little bit of luck on his side Algaier was leading late and ran over something and cut a tire and reddick happened to be running second and yep. capitalized and hey that's racing so hell of a earned win for reddick as well in that team i mean just pretty much it was a rough night for anybody who were like top contenders usually yeah it was like chris Bell. pretty much on the out on the onslaught there the first few laps we saw uh, joey logano we saw, um, yep, Christopher Bell, Cole Custer get collected in a in a crash there. And unfortunately, a friend of our sh- of the show had a little impact at the beginning of the race. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, Matt Mills did kind of get into Cole Custer, which caused the train chain reaction and took out some decent cars. Yeah, and then naturally, keyboard warriors went to went to work on Twitter. Yeah, and it's just a racing deal, man. Like. Yeah, it's not like, why would Matt purposely do something like Absolutely. that? He wouldn't. He'd come out and apologize, accept the full responsibility Absolutely. for it. So, unfortunately for Matt, maybe we can have Matt on soon and talk to him a little bit. Yeah, we're going to try to get Matt on in the next few weeks, so um, definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, on the other side of things, though, great, great night for Greg Alding, yeah. Timmy Hill, decent run for our buddy Vinny and yeah. Joey Gase. So, shout out to those guys. Really, really good you know, outcomes and finishes for those guys. So Yeah, so one thing I want to make sure I brought up tonight, one thing we really appreciate for the small teams is their excitement. They How much they give to the sport and their excitement. So what? Do, let's just talk about the, what we've seen, the environment when Gray finished sixth. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Crazy. His whole family is there. And they, everybody was so damn ecstatic, jumping up and down. Like, you thought he won, won the race. race. Yeah, absolutely. For a sixth-place finish. And somehow, I mean, you got caught up in the mix. <laughs> and I did go over pit wall and walk to the car. And I walk up, his dad turns around and, and like, gives me, like, hurts my hand. He hits, like, gives me such a high five. And, like, it, like, it was numb. He was so excited. Then a little bit later, when we were over in the media area... And Greg comes over to talk to us. His dad come running up with Parker Kligerman. It's like, I got him on TV, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all excited. And that's, I mean, this the emotion, not only from the drivers, but from the the fans and the supporters about just a sixth place win or sixth place finish being like a win. Yeah. It was just, it was magnificent. It was definitely a great moment. I'm glad we got to experience that with Greg. We yeah, really did. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I could not speak anything better about a person. Then Greg Golding, I mean, even his PR guy, the whole group was so super, super nice. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Uh, and, and honestly, you know, Vinny and his 
his team as well. Or I'm sorry, well, not Vinny. I meant to say Timmy, but Vinny as well, of course. But yeah. uh, Timmy and that team, seeing them good, they've yeah. had some terrible luck this season. Oh yeah, terrible yes. luck this season. Yeah. And it was kind of the same situation with the Benedetto. I'm just like, oh god, please, please let him finish this race where he's running right now. Please don't let anything happen. Cut a tire. You know, because we just we see that stuff so often. So I'm just so thankful that all those guys had a good run. Yeah, it, it was, you know, for being a fan and, and becoming fans of the guys that we become fans of doing this podcast, it was one hell of a night. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we got to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It'd be nice to see some other Tyler Reddick win once. But, but you know, and again, yeah. the, that guy, he earned Oh, that, yeah, ab- absolutely. He did earn that win. Uh, and also, hat tip to Tame the Beast. They were on the car this weekend. Yep. They were on his car when we were in Charlotte, and he went to Victory Lane then, uh, then yep. as well. Did and they, they did. never reply to your tweet? No, they, they did not. They did not. Uh, <laughs> but we do appreciate them giving us product to try on the air. So they have sponsored us before, and we appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening, Tame the Beast uh, and RCR. Thank you. We are the good yeah. luck charms yeah, for... So we'll take our free, you know, tickets and flights to Homestead. To the remaining races. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, anything else from Xfinity before we wrap up and move no, the trucks? Nothing other than, man, I really, really enjoyed it. It was it's just exhilarating. Yeah. It was really good. Absolutely. Really good. And tat tip to Ryan as well for being cool and meeting us. And yeah. He took us up on top of the hauler to watch qualifying. Yeah. Yep. Stuff like that. The whole MBM team, again, they, they made all their drivers available to us. Yes. All their drivers available to us. Yep. And it just, again, why you couldn't ask for I, – I, Chad would have been available, but he was doing – he's from the area, so he was mm-hmm. doing some, like, local stuff, which he wasn't even there at the time, which is fine. But Timmy, Tyler, Joey, it just it, – they're all phenomenal. All phenomenal. So yep. thanks, thanks, Jen. For- Let's go follow them on social media. Like their pages. Do everything you can to support those guys. They deserve it. Um, truck series? Let's move on to trucks. There's only one thing I really want to talk about in the trucks. It wouldn't happen to be Natalie Decker, would it? It would absolutely be Natalie Decker. So, you know, why don't you tell us what happened? I'm going to see if I can't find the, the, the audio to play on the air. Um, well, I didn't get to see it, so I am probably not the best person to tell the story. I've just seen the highlights. Uh, prior to that, though, Brett Moffitt. Uh, won the race. So congrats to Brett. That punches him into the next uh, round for the championship. But Natalie apparently, I mean, I don't I don't even know what the racing situation is, what crashed her, but apparently uh, she was immobilized by the wreck and was trying to get back to pit road or back to the garages via the, uh, not even the tow truck. It's I guess it's the tow truck, but he was pushing her you know, with his front bumper trying to push her back to the garage. But for some way, somehow, she went the opposite direction and got, like, spun by the, by the pusher truck, tow truck. And, you know, next thing we're hearing is the crew chief and the spotter are just, like, ridiculing her over the radio, and I think that's what Gasman's pulling up yeah, now. Let me see if I can turn this up, and I'll, I'll play it real quick. You ready? Go for it. Inside, 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 we're wrecked. I right, bring a pit road. I don't know how the fuck I call inside the whole way down the back stretch. We still drive to the bottom of the corner, getting into three. Eddie, you gotta listen to the spotter. If you, were clear, if you were came down when you were supposed to off the two, this never would have happened. Maybe just a little tiny raise in center. The tow 
back to normal. We're pretty close. Well, I'm sure it's a little tight now when you knock the side of the truck off. You better start learning how to listen to your spotter. That's a 02 ask practice. Put her into the inside wall. Fire it up if you can here. Take it to the garage. Turn left. Take it to the garage. So, folks, that was uh, Natalie and her crew uh, conversations. Um, the last person at the end saying he's taking stuff off, that's the Kevin Hamlin, the spotter from Allie Decker. Mm. Um, man, what an interesting way to motivate your driver. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably not going to produce the direction or the results that you want. Yeah, and, and talking to a couple people in the industry, they said this isn't the first time because they're getting so frustrated with Natalie. Does that make it right? No. I mean, she's still a rookie, right? This is her first season in trucks. Does she need yeah. to be in the trucks? I'm not going to argue that right now, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Don't open that can of worms, but it's been a rough season. I think it's, it's been, been 18 season. wrecks it, and 17 races, and and some of that's not been her. She's she has been taken out. Uh, I think at Michigan. She was running top 15, and she's the one that got taken out by somebody else. So, Is that when she went and knocked Spencer Boyd's hat off his head? I, I believe it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. So she's not really been her best advocate either, you know, doing stuff like that. I know it's frustrating season, but... Yeah, but it's just, that's, that's not going to get you far in the sport. No, so. it's not. No, it's not. So, I mean, it sucks her spotter said that, but I understand the frustrations, Maybe a different way to to have done it, possibly. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah absolutely. You know, <laughs> definitely entertaining though from the fan perspective. Let's talk about some news, bro. News, bro. News, bro. Um, so we heard, and I don't think this come out on our way down to the trip on on the way to Bristol that Reagan was basically calling quits in the thirty eight car. Uh, I think I, we talked about it. I can't remember. If I we can't. Did I think it happened like the day before. So we may have briefly mentioned it. One so regardless, if we didn't, Reagan is, uh, you know, he mentioned he's not going to race full time. So does that mean he's going to race part time? Is he? Is he? Will he ultimately be, you know, replaced fully? Who knows? I'm sure we'll hear what that team's going to do in the next few weeks. Um, but nonetheless, one bit of news there. Um, reassuring. I know we mentioned a probably about a month ago, but NASCAR is basically confirming they are going to move to 18-inch wheels for 2021. Yeah. It's going to be weird to see, man. It is. And the interesting thing, a couple other things on top of this, is that not only is NASCAR switching to from 15 to 18-inch wheels in 2021, so is F1. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're making the same change. And another interesting thing is, is there is discussion amongst NASCAR to get rid of the five lug nuts or four lug nuts I saw and that. go to a single lug nut. I saw that because then they were saying that that would eliminate some of the crew guys. So, yeah. So, okay, now we're at a point where, yes, we're trying to reduce costs, but is that where we need to reduce costs? Is by no. reducing crew guys? No. We need to reduce costs by making the cars, the cars. more stock. Exactly. So yeah. having, de-engineer them a little bit. 
Yeah, exactly. So having one lug nut, I think that's a direction I don't think we should go. I'd be very unhappy with that. And if so, is it still going to be, you know, left side, right side jack? Or is it going to be a center jack like F1 and IndyCar? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah, because then, then you got... I think it would have to be left and right just because the weight balance of the car. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah. I'm sure they can figure I, it out, though, knowing how smart these damn teams are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it will be left and right still, but I, I don't like the idea either. I think there's too many variables with the four lug nuts that it could potentially hurt or help a team. I like that because you're relying as more of a team instead of just uh, someone just doing a plain Jane job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think they would lose fan base from doing that. Now, in, like, let's just say they made a change. Is it something we were, you know, two years down the road, we would even take in consideration? Probably not. But going into it, I think it's a horrible idea. Um, a couple of throwback pink teams announced this week. Corey yeah. LaJoy, yeah. the 32. Actually, we saw Corey up close uh what was it Saturday? <laughs> yeah, right. Ran around on a little thing, electric scooter. Or yeah, something. his wasn't a throwback. It was just a special paint scheme oh. for for Martinsville. Oh, okay. The Scooby Doo car looks good though. It looks great. I actually, like, man, I might buy that die cash for my daughter. Here you go. Try to get her into the sport a little bit more. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then Kozlowski uh, released his throwback, another rusty love throwback. It. Love it. Looks good. Yeah. Your, looks what's good. your thoughts on? I, it? I think it looks good. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Do you love it? I do. I love it. Love, I'm not, I, I always hated Rusty growing up, but man, that is a that is a good car. Yeah, that it, is a good it, car. yeah, it looks good on there. Um, Joey Gase has a throwback that was announced yesterday yeah, on Race Hub. Old Toad Todd yeah, Bedine Tabasco it looks car. Hot, wink, wink. Yeah, hot, get it? The old Tabasco. The old Todd Bedine Tabasco. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, what other news you got? Bailey. One thing that was announced uh, on our way down was Bailey Curry got suspended. Um, for substance ex- exercise supplement, I guess, that had a banned substance in it. Yeah. So he was taking like a pre-workout that had some kind of banned substance in it. And he, you know, and he dressed head on. This is what caused it. I am sorry. I was, I'm paraphrasing here, people. He's basically, I am stupid for not knowing what the ingredients were and that they were banned. Mm-hmm. So he took full responsibility. I mean, what's he got to gain by taking a performance enhancing drug as a driver like that? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Slayer was oh, removed man. from the 54 Rick Ware car. Yeah, which sucks. I was really looking forward to getting a picture of that car. Yeah. And the sponsor was replaced by Pods. The moving pod company. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I don't like that. And I posted this on Facebook. Yes. But it's just let... Like, I get it. Like, you're not going to let... A porn company or something like that in. Well, (laughs) that's one example, yes. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I get it where, you know, when Sprint was the title sponsor and then they wouldn't allow AT&T to, you know, continue sponsorship. They let them in their current, you know, obligations, sponsor obligations, and then they were out of the sport. Like, whatever. I get that kind of thing if NOS was going to try to come in and sponsor a car. Whatever. If you want to be that picky about it but this is just a band yeah exactly it's a freaking band and whether you agree with what they stand for the music that they put out just god just everybody's so you PC. don't have to listen to everybody it. yeah yeah it's not like you gotta listen to it exactly 
it's, everybody's so damn PC. Like, just, just chill out. Chill, bro. Yeah, it was very... It was actually, I think it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. NASCAR be, kind of became a laughingstock this weekend based on that. Mm-hmm. i seen, like, many radio stations post stuff about it, just news talk about it. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Not just, racing-affiliated websites and, yeah. and such. Yeah, absolutely. So NASCAR's in the news for not the best reasons. Yep. Um, I did see, on the other hand, sponsorship from Monster. Uh, going over on one of Chip Ganassi's Indy cars for this weekend. Interesting. Interesting concept there. Interesting. Because you see Monster somewhat stepping out of the focal point right. sponsorship in NASCAR. And not having uh, necessarily a guaranteed ride next year for Kurt Busch at Ganassi. Yeah, so I'm wondering, is this a stepping stone? Testing the waters a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Everyone was eating it up on the... On the post, though, saying how they were excited to have him in IndyCar and all this. So, I don't know. Just wanted to throw that out there and test the waters a little bit. We'll see if something further comes of that in the coming weeks. But How does any car survive? How do they? Yeah, they have a TV rating of a point four. Yeah, I saw that. I don't, honestly, yeah, I think I, it's got to be the diehards that are still in that sport, man. I, I don't know. I mean, people wouldn't give NASCAR shit, but it has quadrupled the amount of followers and watchers. Product and racing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm not hating on IndyCar. I will turn it on from time to time. I watch the Indy 500. You know, I respect what they do, but it's not nowhere near as entertaining as what we're obviously here to talk about. Yeah, true, true. Um, the new Mustang was revealed for the Xfinity series. Yeah, there wasn't much difference in it that I could tell. A little bit on the nose. I mean, that's pretty much it. I guess the last design was in 2011. Wow. Yeah, it's been that old. Wow. So it went more to like uh, just the grills basically being matched more with the new style grill. That was what my takeaway on that was. Mm. Uh, and talking about Xfinity. The big news that happened right before our show started today. Oh, yeah. Rule changes. Rule changes. For 2020. Yeah. If you're a cup driver with more than three years experience, you cannot race in more than, was it five? Five. Yeah. Cut from seven, I believe. Yeah. The, um, the, um, the so-called Kurt Busch or Kyle (laughs) Busch rule. The uh, field amount went from 38, will be from 38 to 36 starting next year. Correct. Scary moment. And also the dash for cash races are coming back, but none of the those seasoned people that have more than three years can participate in those. True. And or, I thought or the one, season ender. Yeah, or the season ender. Yeah, I was thinking there's one more little caveat to the rules that were mentioned. I don't. I don't know if I agree with downsizing from 38 to 36 cars because I feel like most weeks we have right at and 38 the Xfinity cars. series. I feel like we have more turnout in Xfinity than we do in Cup. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know I what the reasoning is there. And they said they're going to take the cash, you know, winning prize, and just disperse it from thirty-seven to thirty-eighth, and just equally distribute it through the first thirty-six. But I just I don't know if I see that being worth it. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think you know I still miss the days of forty-three cars, and I get why we don't have forty-three or more in the cup because we just the sponsorship level. But, I man, we have 40 cars show up, take 40 cars. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, there was cars that didn't make the race at Bristol. 
Yeah, there was. They sent. Uh, and two we cars, seen panic. We seen panic. Remember after Xfinity uh, qualifying, mm-hmm. me you were walking mm-hmm. through the pits, and we seen teams scrambling to try and figure out if they made it or not. Yeah, yeah. That's some. That's some excitement. Yeah, it's excitement in, in a way that I don't necessarily like, but yeah. Brings back reminds me of old school days back when remember when we used to watch qualifying like oh my gosh someone get bumped yeah yeah or you know Daytona when there's there was a forty three car field and fifty five cars would show up or fifty cars yeah. would show up those days are gone long gone um long gone. all right well we'll talk about uh, points next here are are we gonna do a little special something since we don't have a cup race this weekend uh, gas man like we did yeah. previously in the so let's take care of our listeners. So our listeners who play fantasy with us, so uh, this is what we'll do. is kind of similar to what we did last time is you pick a cup or, excuse me, a Xfinity driver and a truck driver. If they win, you get five extra points. Each, yes. Each. Yep. So uh, truck series are in uh, Canada. Can- yeah, Canadian tire sport track, something like that. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Canada Canadian. Tire Canada Tire Motorsport Park. Yes, sir. Uh, and then the Xfinity guys are at Road America this weekend. So, which is um, located where? Wisconsin, I believe. I think it is Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a story about when Ryan was talking about like a ten-year-old kid in the bar at one time was at Road America. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go out and select Austin Sendrick for my pick because yeah. <laughs> he's won the last two road courses. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, truck series. Man, I have no idea. I'm going to go out and just say... I can't. I mean, I, I haven't even put any thought into it. I don't know. Has truck series done a... Have they done a road course yet this year? I don't think so. I'm just going to say Stuart Friesen. I knew you were going to say Stuart Friesen. You want Stuart Friesen? No, I don't want him. I just knew I was going to actually get ready to say it for you because I'm like, you're going to choose Friesen. I know you. Why? I don't know. You just have this thing about Friesen. I don't know what Me? it is. I don't yeah. ever talk about the guy. You don't ever talk about him, but when it comes like picks and stuff, it's like he's like one that uh, comes up. No, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go Chastain. No, <laughs> go with Friesen. What? No, you, you were the one that said you're putting it in my mouth. <laughs> These are my picks. Mine. <laughs> All right. Who are you going with? I guess I'll go with Friesen on the truck side then. Because uh, I really don't know who else to pick. Moffat. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him as being very Sauter, good road course. Sauter, Crafton. Again, I don't really see them being very good road course racers. That could be wrong. Um, I actually wasn't going to go Chastain until you chose him. Uh, Thing is, I don't think Chastain, I mean. He's just aggressive. Which could burn him on road course, but. Yeah. Uh, Xfinity is Almadinger in this race. If they can, if they cannot cheat, he has a chance to win. It, it, I think he now. Is. It, now let me clarify this: if he wins, and he does not make post-race inspection, you do not get the five points. Okay, so then I choose a winner last time, and like in the truck series or something, and then yes, because you had whoever finished second won the race. Yeah, who yeah. was that? Uh, oh, Chastain. I chose Chastain. Chastain. I had Moffitt. Yeah, yeah yep. exactly. You got the win, not me. Well, I technically <laughs> got the win. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's. I think Almendinger's in it. If Almendinger's in it, I'm going with him. And yeah, my my contingency, if he's not, I say Bell. Um. 
Does that work? I don't. I th- I think I heard Almendinger's doing all the road the road courses for college. Yeah, I'll just write that down. And actually, if you want to look it up while I run through the points, you can or sure. whatever. Okay, so next up, points after Bristol. All right, Mr. Gasman had Keselowski and Harvick scoring 48 points. Harvick, <laughs> Harvick really hurt you this weekend. Yeah, he did. 48 points earned. I had the Bush brothers uh, earning 80 points. Jeff Stainhook had Kyle Bush and Keselowski earning 80 points. Joseph Adams had Kurt Busch and Hamlin earning 80 points. Uh, Daniel Cameron had the Bush brothers earning 80 points. Uh, John Elliott had Logano and Hamlin earning 61 points. And Eddie Greer had Larson and DiBenedetto earning 82 points. And Jessica Mueller had her usual Harvick and Kyle Busch earning 48 points. We did have luxury beating Jessica at the race. St. High to her, taking a picture with her. So she's one of the very lucky uh, followers of the show who got to meet Lugs and the Gas Man. Yeah. Uh, So total points here. Let's see. By the way, Almendinger is in the race. He is. Okay, yes. so Almendinger's going to be your pick, eh? Yep. All right, so we have a new leader in the point standings. Uh-oh. We've got Mr. Joseph Adams in first place, 1,701 points. Must be nice to wait till the last second to see a qualifying practice <laughs> and everything else to make your picks. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what it was? We gave him good luck because we let Alex say I was his name. Say, and, we, and he got a shout-out from Bowman. He's on cloud nine, man, taking over the points, meeting or getting shout-outs from his favorite driver. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Mueller second with 1,689. Gasman in third with 1,624. Golly. Uh, I gained 32 points on you this week, yeah, Gasman. Yeah, you did. I'm in fourth with 1,554. Daniel Cameron right behind me in fifth with 1,547. Jeff Stainhook right behind him with 1,500. John Elliott five points back with him with 1,495. And Eddie Greer with 1,397. Less than 100 points back from seventh. So yeah, still buddy. climbing, still climbing yeah, there for Eddie. Yeah, buddy. I'm like, uh, it's sad. I'm like 100 points behind Joseph Adams now. Not quite. You're about 75 points. 1,624 to 1,701. So still, that's very frustrating. Well, you can make some bonus points this weekend, as can you, fans. So send us those picks, one winner from each series. And if they win, you'll get five points each. Yeah, rankingracing at gmail.com. Any final thoughts there? So only last thing I say, we got to meet a great guy uh, who's somewhat locally to where, where we are. So if you happen to be in the Kentucky, Owensboro area, Check out Blake Smith and his show on Bluegrass Motorsports Media. Hot Laps. Hot yeah. Laps with Blake Smith. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go check that out. Especially if you like uh, dirt track racing and if you're into into More local tracks, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, other than that, I think that's all I got. We got a yeah. off weekend from Cup, unfortunately, but we'll be ready for Darlington. Absolutely. See you, folks. We'll talk to you next week. We love you all. Mwah. The checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.